welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcott. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Friday, January 15th, 2021. And hey, we may not have Mando Friday, but we have Wanda Friday. That's right. This episode is all about the first two episodes of WandaVision. So I'm going to be breaking them down here, giving you my just initial thoughts because I literally just finished the second episode moments ago. So we are going to definitely continue that trend here uh, as the rest of the show premieres. But as usual, I'll give you just a little bit of my overall thoughts and that kind of general review with no spoilers and then towards the end, we'll get into some spoiler territory because there's definitely a little bit of things we can talk about and I'll speculate a little bit on where I think things may potentially be going. But before we do that, as always, don't forget, you can always follow me on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. So WandaVision is now out. The MCU is officially continuing. And, uh, you know, I got to say, hey, these first two episodes are really fun. Uh, they're very different than anything we've seen in the MCU up to this point. Uh, but when you take a character like Scarlet Witch or even Vision, of course, you know, you can just imagine the things that are possible um, that they can do. Now, you know, I know some of the comics this is based off of are there was a, a Vision series where you kind of saw Vision in a home life, um, kind of living with a family. I don't believe it was with Wanda. You know, I think it, all the I've never actually read the series, but when you see the covers, it was almost like a little Vision family. Um, that you would see, and I think they kind of pulled from that, um, but, you know, I think the cool part about these episodes, and, you know, you've seen this in the trailers, is it is very, very stylized to those old 50s and 60s television series, and, and more specifically, uh, I believe, I think the first episode is more of like a Dick Van Dyke, I think is kind of what they were saying, uh, and then the second episode is much more of like a, a Bewitched, and they nailed every single bit of that from just the, the camera shots to the way it looks with the film grain and the black and white to the laugh track to the different characters and the way they even act themselves, you know, to want to envision themselves like they they are the characters that we know from the MCU, uh, but their interactions with, with each other are things that we would see in those old style shows. So it was uh, just really cool, you know, to kind of see that, um, you know, if you're going in looking for what you would think of an MCU movie or, you know, I guess a movie or just an entry into the MCU of action and all that, you're not getting that here. I mean, I th and I think it was rightfully so for them to put these first two episodes out today. You know, at first I was like, why are we getting two episodes dropped at once? But we're really getting that because these two episodes are very similar, even though, you know, like I said, they're kind of based off of two different old shows. In the end, they still kind of feel the same. And, and I don't want to say that they're boring by any means, you know, I mean, I definitely enjoyed them. Uh, but it's not like, you know, if somebody's coming here looking for, you know, uh, end game or, you know, that type of action that you usually get, you're not getting that here. And so I think by them doing it this way, it's going to appease fans more like, okay, we're going to take this week, we're going to kind of set the pace and, and uh, you know, let these characters kind of, you know, show you what's happening right now, even though, you know, I think it's not... It, really happening you know what's happening in someone's mind potentially um and then we'll get back to the good stuff soon because there's definitely some teases um in these episodes that something's not right and that there is more of an overarching um thing happening you know to these characters and then uh, eventually you know the fates of what we're seeing on screen and, and hell even the fates of the other just ensemble casts that we're seeing right now um 
we, we may not see them again, you know, that they may not be, um, this isn't a reality right now that that's kind of happening. So, um, but again, you know, overall I thought it was awesome. I mean, they nailed the set pieces. Um, like I said, the laugh track was great. The, um, uh, uh, soundtrack, everything, all that, all those pieces were great. There were some little surprises in the middle of each of these episodes, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, you know, I'm trying to dance around some of this cause again, I don't want to spoil much. Um, but, uh, all right, I think I'm gonna have to end it there. I mean, I was trying to think more of how I could maybe talk more broadly about this, but I mean, there are some specifics that, uh, we do kind of need to talk about. So, uh, pause the episode here. If you do want, uh, if you've, or if you've not seen the episodes yet, uh, I will tell you again, I definitely enjoyed them. Um, I think it's a great kind of start to just the oddity of what the situation is for these two characters right now. And I, I think in the end, you know, we may look back at these episodes and fully understand why, um, you know, they, they exist, why they went this route. And again, I think putting the two episodes out definitely makes sense now seeing the two of them back to back. Cause I think if we had one, the first episode and waited a week and then got the second episode, I think fans would have been a little bit, eh, not, 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 I'm not gonna say not pleased, you know, but it would have definitely been a much slower trickle. I think than what we're going to get here. So go watch those episodes and come back. So, uh, on to spoilers now. So, um, man, just craziness, right? I mean, the biggest question for me is who is on that radio calling out to Wanda? We saw multiple images of the S.W.O.R.D. logo. Now, if you're not familiar with S.W.O.R.D., um, S.W.O.R.D. is kind of just the the intergalactic shield, essentially. It stands for the, the uh, Sentient World Observation and Response Department. So it's basically just like S.H.I.E.L.D. I think it was even set up by um, Nick Fury. However, it's more like intergalactic, space-based, um, you know, basically the counterpart to S.H.I.E.L.D., just up in space now obviously with kind of the direction we're going we know with um uh captain marvel coming in and the scroll kree war kind of seeming to be somewhat the future of um of the the mcu i mean even what was his name uh kang or kong the uh the conqueror we know he's coming at some point right wasn't there a potential casting for that at some point so that is the direction we're going so we're gonna have to have the introduction of sword i guess the biggest question is why do they have Wanda? Like, what is the deal? Why? Because, because clearly they're they're. I think we can all kind of agree they're. She's obviously held up somewhere, in some sort of facility. Something's going on because at the end of the first episode we get kind of that pan out of somebody in some facility somewhere watching a television series. We've seen images of helicopters and like a base, and so I think that is obviously the sword base. Just my question is, what are their intentions? Like, you would think that if sword really was the um, counterpart to shield in the MCU that they would just go over to Wanda and ask for her help. You know, she wouldn't be contained and be confused as to what's going on. If there's a reason why what we're seeing, she needs to be there. You think the Wanda that we're seeing would know that she needs to be there. I mean, potentially she could be diving into these, I don't want to call them memories, but this kind of just alternate reality to pull some information out. I mean, I mean, I guess it could even play into the idea the last time we see Vision, Vision, his head was basically blown up to bits, right? When the, the stone was pulled out of his head. Um, so maybe this is her way of having to bring him back. Maybe she needs to kind of walk him through these realities to bring him in. And then maybe by her going into these realities as well, maybe she forgets her memory, doesn't quite know why she's there. Because we get the glimpses of, um, you know, the helicopter with the sword logo again, but that has color when she sees that. Um, so that's kind of showing off you know, a little piece of, uh, um, just again, just a, a reality. Um, you know, I don't know like what the reason is why 
she would be there or be captured. You know, it would only make sense for her to maybe, again, being a hero, wanting to be there, other than Sword is just this villainous group, which we know in the books they're not. So that's kind of, for me, where I'm a little bit wondering what is going on. And then when you see at the very end of the second episode and you see the uh, gentleman climbing out of the sewer grate, I mean, immediately I thought beekeeper aim, right? Because aim is is kind of known for those, what they call beekeepers. I mean, they literally don't have bees around them, but kind of their suits, that's what they look like. But then when he turns his back, he has the sword logo on. But then Wanda has the ability to rewind the scenario or the reality. So it's like she is in control of it to some extent if she's able to do that. So that even has me wondering too. And, and then it goes back to the idea of, is she willingly in this reality and not unwillingly or, you know, being a prisoner or captive and kind of forced to to live this? Um, a lot of questions around that and, and kind of just interesting as to where that's going to go. Now, from Vision's part, I thought it was awesome, you know, seeing him eat the gum. I mean, that was great. We kind of got like drunk, drunk uh, Vision, right? Um, that was awesome. Um, I liked that they played a lot on just who these characters are. I mean, multiple times you heard Vision kind of mentioning um, – you know, that are just referring to the fact that he is some somewhat of a robot, you know, where he can't eat. And then he kind of has to cover it up and say, no, 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 but I eat at meals, but just not in between meals. Um, you know, we had the references to Sokovia, which is kind of interesting. Um, I thought um, with them kind of throwing that in there. Um, but then, you know, it, there was even some kind of heartfelt moments of, you know, Wanda potentially being pregnant at the end and, and kind of you could tell she, her wanting that to be real and wanting to be a, a reality. And it almost makes you wonder, like, if if she willingly went into this, given the chance to potentially be a mother, like, would she ever want to leave that reality? You know, maybe in, in real life, that's something she just couldn't ever be able to do. I mean, that's what the, that's what's almost kind of sad about this situation when you kind of step back and look at it. Like, this, these are two characters who clearly are in love with each other. I mean, they're very in love with each other in terms of <laughs> them wanting to, uh, you know, get together and, and do all that. I mean, clearly there's, you know, especially that first episode uh, was leading up to a little bit of an anniversary for them. Um, but it's sad because, you know, again, we know that they can't ever have a life like that. Um, you know, him, number one, just being an AI, right? Being a, a robot, essentially. Um, but you know, just who they are, they never could be at peace. You know, there would always be some sort of threat, um, that they just, that is probably literally coming after them or just, you know, the, the, the heroic nature of themselves. I mean, we see it when vision takes out that chunk of meat from his boss, you know, when he, uh, is choking that he just, he has to do that. And, and, you know, in that moment, they could have kept it hidden by doing the Heimlich maneuver. You know I mean? He sat there for what seemed like a pretty long time, which kind of had me wondering, like, why is he not saving him? Like, immediately, he sat there, and it wasn't until Wanda said save him uh, that he jumped down and used his abilities um, to save the guy. So, um, I don't know, just kind of an interesting uh, thing to think about, that it, it really is kind of, as, as funny and, and neat as it was, it really is a sad situation that the two characters are in, because it's a reality that, you know, take away the 50s, the 60s vibe, and just put them into present day, they could never live that reality, even though deep down they probably really would want to, right? They probably really truly, I mean, we know they truly love each other. Um, but uh, it is a life that just will always escape them and they'll never be able to have. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. I mean, you know, seeing Wanda's powers at use I thought was cool. You know, especially, um, you know, in the first episode when she's kind of creating the um, 
uh, uh, dinner was kind of neat. You know, when they kind of the one character kind of opens the scene or opens the screen and you see all the stuff floating around. I thought that was awesome. Uh, and of course, Paul Bettany singing at that point was was pretty funny. Um, flash forward to the second episode when you have the whole magic show or talent show. And, um, you know, Juan is able to kind of do things because every time I'm like, wait, the piano, how is she going to play this one off? course makes it into the cardboard piano like i thought that was kind of neat you know kind of using her powers to do all that um i thought that was kind of funny and you know a lot of the cast they kind of had kind of in that moment all those characters were um pretty pretty interesting um what was her name Dottie? was she the one that um broke the glass when, when you know she kind of confronted wanda uh at that that party in the second episode when it was just the two of them after um, wanda had cleaned up the mess of course, we had the the announcement on the radio calling for Wanda. Wanda, who is doing this to you? Who is that voice? I have no idea. Um, but, you know, having that character um, not only see it and hear it, um, I mean, we never had her really go back to it to, to reference it to Wanda, but, you know, seeing her break that glass and then seeing blood in the color, um, you know, that obviously is going to mean something. And I think, you know, we'll probably get answers to that at some point. But um, I thought that was interesting to have one of the, you know, kind of... Um, just extra characters experiencing the color, even though, you know, Wanda saw it as well. I mean, the character, you know, saw it herself, uh, but I just thought that was kind of interesting that, you know, they're able, both able to see that and that the character was able to hear that person calling out to Wanda and acknowledge it and to Wanda and say, you know, who is that? Why are they doing that? Um, I thought that was uh, kind of an interesting, interesting thing. So the mystery kind of deepens. Now there were no post-credit scenes um, in these, which I was kind of wondering what they were going to do. I mean, I actually kind of thought, we were going to get that. I mean, it would have been interesting. I think if they kind of did the close that we got with like the WandaVision, a little circle, you know, the end and then credits and then gave us a little like at the end of the first episode where it kind of zoomed out. You know, I thought that would maybe be something we could have gotten post credits. But hey, whatever. That's just a little nitpick of like, hey, man, where's our post credits? This is the MCU. We're supposed to get that. Um, but uh, yeah, my mind's kind of, you know, swirling right now. I, I don't know. You know, again, there's not really a lot to pull out from these episodes as to where we're going next, other than just sword is obviously going to play a major, major part, um, of, of all of this, um, because clearly their, their hands are in everything. Oh, the commercials. I didn't talk about the commercials. So first of all, we had, um, the, uh, first commercial, which was for the toast with the uh, Stark industries toaster. I thought it was great when they popped the toast down, you heard like the, uh, repulsor noise, like the, you could hear it kind of fire on. I thought that was awesome. Uh, really could, didn't expect commercials at all in these shows, but I thought it was great they did that. And then the second one uh, clearly was a watch um, from Hydra, which was interesting. So we have Hydra involved in here as well. And uh, I'm assuming Baron Strucker, who I think was in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? I think he was, uh, we had an actor that kind of played that in there. So um, somehow Hydra and Strucker are going to be involved in this as well. Um, you know, could potentially maybe be she's captured by Hydra maybe, and S.W.O.R.D. is reaching out to her, maybe that's what it is, um, I'm wondering, you know, and maybe when she sees that beekeeper at the end with the S.W.O.R.D. logo, that's somebody actually coming to save her, and maybe Wanda doesn't want to leave that reality, and so that's why she rewinds it, like, no, I don't want to leave yet, maybe, I mean, I'm just kind of coming up with that on the fly, but maybe that's kind of what that is, if she is captured by Hydra, that would make sense, right, that maybe sword is reaching out to her they're the ones saying wanda who's doing this to you wanda who's doing this to you um that would make sense the helicopter with the sword logo again coming to save her she sees that in color that's what i think i'm putting my money on now i'm kind of coming up with this again you know i literally just watched the episode so it's kind of the more thinking out loud um maybe that's it maybe hydra has her hydra's back struck her at the leader as the leader which i, I haven't watched agents of shield 
surprisingly, believe it or not, you think I would have. Um, so I don't know where he plays into uh, the role of Hydra, but that's that maybe maybe that's what it is that she's been captured by Hydra for whatever reason, and maybe Vision. Maybe they have his body and they want her to help bring him back to use him for as like a Hydra agent maybe and they need her and so they're using this reality to try to do that and she's stuck kind of in this loop of this reality and S.W.O.R.D. is coming to save her um, because they need her because of the extraterrestrial threat that they know is coming. Um, um, yeah, I bet you that's what it is. That's, that's where I'm putting my money, guys. So let me know what you think. If you think we're kind of on that path uh, that potentially maybe it is S.W.O.R.D. Um, that is trying to save her. And that's why we see the helicopter with the S.W.O.R.D. logo. We see the beekeeper coming in. And, and of course, they, they're going to play it off like it's a villain, right? Popping up out of that, that sewer grate. When in reality, it's somebody actually coming to save Wanda. And again, she doesn't want to leave because potentially having a baby. She's loving this life with vision. She knows in reality she can't have that life ever outside of this and that's why she rewinds it because she's not ready to go and maybe the the next episode when we get our kind of Brady Bunch style episode which seems to be where that's going um they're gonna come and take her out and you know initially we're gonna think they're enemies or villains and they're not they're actually there to get her and get her out of this uh, hydra loop or whatever it is that she's in this hydra base that's where I'm putting my money down, folks. Let me know what you think. Hit me on Twitter at Mark Turkey, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, email the show, theenthuselife at gmail.com. We have a nice little thread over in our Discord, the uh, Patreon Discord, where we are going to be talking about this all weekend long, I have a feeling. Um, so uh, let me know what you guys think. I would love to know your thoughts. Again, hit me on Twitter and let me know that. So let's wrap it up there, guys. Hope you have a great weekend. Um, you know, this, this is uh, just the start of phase four here of the MCU. And I'm super excited now after watching this and uh, the potential for where this can go. Big thanks as always to Gamergoo for supporting the show. Uh, again, go to Gamergoo.com. Check out all the different scents they have. It is that antiperspirant for your hand. Lasts up to four hours of coverage for you. They have the latest scent, the Beach Breeze scent that just came out, uh, as well as many other scents over there, the Teakwood, the Orange, the Cherry Blossom. Check it out. Go to Gamergoo.com. And if you are interested in purchasing some, be sure to use my promo code TEL, T-E-L, and save yourself 10% off your order uh, today. So head on over to Gamergoo.com. You can find all that link, all those links down in the show notes below. So everybody, have a great weekend. Spend your weekend just theorizing where we're potentially going with the MCU. And until Monday, we'll catch you next time.